from the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me, as always, is my partner here at Cheesehead TV, Mr. Corey Banky. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast studio in Midtown Manhattan. Corey joins us live across the street from Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. We are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we relish yet another win over the Bears and head into the bye week with renewed hope for an unlikely, however improbably, postseason run. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got A.J. Dillon. We got the bad. We got Devondre Campbell. We got the ugly. We got the Bears. The Bears. All, they still suck. All-time all winningest team in NFL history, Green Bay Packers. Put you, every time people say the Green Bay Packers, they basically need to say those words. It's like Game of Thrones. Well, it's kind of almost like, I mean, in a, yes, in a, in a formal setting, one would expect it, right? But now, it's just kind of assumed. Right? Mm. You say the Green Bay Packers, you're talking mm. about the team with more wins than anybody else. I mean, it's just a I, now I, 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 I think I'm going to change my vocabulary. Game. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be I'm going to I'm not going to call them from now on until I'm just right. I can't say Green Bay Packers. I'm going to have to be like all-time winningest NFL team, Green Bay Packers. I got to figure out the phraseology, but I need to make it a little bit more right, uh Right. First of first of your name. I got you. A little I, little I bit more beat-tastic, yeah. <laughs> Well, it it just bookends nicely with one more championships than everybody else. You know what I mean? It's like not yeah. only have they won more games, they've won more champ because everybody can just like you know how rival fans are like, oh, it's just regular season wins. It's like, well, we also have more championships than everybody else. So, oh, and also we have the most you know? contested world championships that we didn't win as well. So, this, you know, there's that. This is correct. That's correct, sir. That is correct. Also, you know, the thing that people always miss about this that's the best is the Bears played 34 more games than us. Had more cracks at the apple. Like, and we like, still overtook them. If we were, okay, so literally it's like, we're, you, go, you go to your little brother, you're like, you know what? Yeah, go 34 blocks, and then um, I'll catch up with you in 120 years. And then yeah. we'll have a race, right? 110 <laughs> years from now, I'm going to beat you. But I'll give you 34 blocks. Go for it, Give buddy. me a 34 block head start. I absolutely love it. You know what else I love? I love starting this show with the hotness. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Let's do it, Nicholas. Time for the hotness. Oh, that's right. That's where we like to start with the hotness. Because look, every week there's something to nitpick over, complain about, blah, blah, blah. But we like to begin this show each and every week with something that happened in the previous game that was hot. Hotness, people. And, you know, oftentimes it's a play, usually an offensive play. But this this week, I, I actually, I wanted to pick something that really caught my eye that I think maybe a lot of people missed in the heat of the moment. I know I probably did. Corey, we were on the live watch party. It happens right after the Christian Watson TD that everybody's been talking about. The end around, he dives into the end zone. I think we've all seen that a million times, but there's something that happens on the broadcast that was so outstanding. I absolutely love this. Let's roll it, Nicholas. So here you go. You got Watson. We've all seen this, right? A hundred, like it's been all over your Twitter feed. You've watched it. You see the, the leap. Now watch this cut. To Aaron Rodgers. Now watch this cut. To Jair. Let's fucking go. That is so great. You talk about high-level narrative storytelling from the production. You got Christian Watson scoring the TD. Aaron Rodgers saying, let's go for two. And then you've got the man. The whole reason they're there is because of his interception. And you see his reaction going, let's go. I 
Love that. That is the hotness, people. I like it too. Let's let's carry the G for that one. We're we're carrying the G, ladies and gentlemen. Carry Here's what's G. hilarious. This carry the G that I'm drinking was sitting on this ledge this entire time. I'm pretty sure Aaron Nagler put this here when he first did training. I don't know camp. what you're talking when, about. Whenever we first came out with the beer and you decided to put these bo- cans back here, I'm like, I'm rearranging the cans, and I literally am like, wait, there's a full beer here. So, like, during rehearsal, I put it in the refrigerator, and now I get to drink it. It's great. You know what's funny? is I don't think it happened at camp, but I think you're right. I think I brought it up. No, it wasn't camp because we didn't have the beer yet. I, I said that, right. and then I was like, no, I'm an idiot. But last time I was there, we did something where I was upstairs. I don't know what what program it was for. It might have been a daily. I could while see I was in you town, doing that. I could see I you being like, "Oh, let me put some beers here just in case I needed yep. another one, and I don't just want to." I need my... a beer. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get up <laughs> you, in the middle of a Packers you, daily you and tell hit, people, oh, "I'll be right back." You hit a real beer in the prop beer. That's hilarious. Hey, man. Oh, it's levels, baby. Got to have and levels to these things. The best part is I found that shit. And now you're enjoying it. So that's good. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. I just, you know, I just prefer a thank you. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying here. <laughs> okay, let's get to the get to the news, such as it is. It's always a little light heading into a bye week because there's no injury updates, things of that nature. But there's always some news to talk about, including the Packers becoming the winningest team in league history. That's right. We talked about it already. I don't care. We'll talk about it again. More the the chart the played. chart is incredible because I love those kind of charts that show like oh, that's like so I love cool. the chart I love the chart where it shows like the the most internet searches by like one company or one URL and then you see like Google right. and then you see like all these companies and all the early ones and like it's yep. incredible to see the Bears the Bears thirty four game head start on everybody and finally finally releasing the mantle to their arch rival, the worst person in the history of the Chicago Bears that you can give up this title to. A small-ass town up there, up there in the north there. And, wow. Kudos to you, Chicago. Kudos to you for sucking as bad as you have over the last 110 years because we really appreciate the rivalry. We really appreciate everything you've done for us to make title town everything that it is. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, next up, we have David Bakhtiari undergoing an appendectomy on Friday, meaning that Zach Tom had to start the game and probably be the starter for a while here. I'm just happy that Dave's okay. Uh, sounds like it, Friday was a real crazy day. I did reach out to him after the news broke, and he said it was a really weird day on Friday, you know. Uh, but I'm just – we're glad he's great. It seems like everything's gone well. It's going to be a bit of a recovery, uh, I'll be surprised if we see him again this season, but you never know. Uh, maybe he's right as rain in a few weeks and ready to get back out there for the last couple games, but just happy that he's okay. Um, then we have Aaron Jones nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Shout out. this! Uh, look, Aaron Jones is the best of us, right? Like, he's just the best of us. Not only is he great at what he does, he's great on the football field, but he's an absolute dude off the field as well. I love Aaron Jones. I love how he carries the G. I love that he's a Green Bay Packer. And I know everyone's nervous about this offseason with the ability for the Packers to retain him. I hope they figure it out because this guy does it on and off the field. Shout out to Aaron Jones. That's all I got to say about that. Couldn't agree. Um, and then finally, Gutekunst speaks. Says little. Film at 11. Did anyone really think Brian Gutekunst was going to say anything in this press conference? Well, did they ask him anything tough? I missed it, so I'm going to have to live vicariously through his press conference. I don't know. No, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, this is the other question. Like, what tough questions are you going to ask? Well, other than ask the him... break in the triangle, that's the one yeah. question. But no, See, nobody, nobody on the beat loves me. They don't even love me. No, no I mean, the other thing is you don't even need me to know that that's the question to ask. Like, I mean, I know he's going to give you a vanilla answer. Like, I don't even know how you ask right. it. Because, because like, what about, I want to – Well, yeah. do you feel that this coaching staff has utilized the talent you handed them at the start of the season? Like, that's – to me, that's the question. And right? there's because no it way sure he answers feels that like anyway, they but yes. No, of course not. <laughs> but it would have been nice to have the question asked. I will say uh, – Shout out to Schneidman, who I thought had a very well-considered and well-asked question regarding Bakhtiari and, you know, the decision on whether to bring him back or let him go prior to having to pay his bonus. I get that. I think that's a legit question. Um, 
and then there was some stuff about the trade deadline, but what's he going to say? He's like, nah, I ain't giving up a first-round fucking pick for Chase Claypool. I mean, end of discussion, right? It's like the man was had his uh, you know, poker in the fire, so to speak, on a lot of different trades, but he's never going to overpay. This is not what they do. Nope. So, again, I get why some of the questions were asked of why they had to be asked. I'm glad they were asked, but, man, that was such a nothing burger of a press conference, and you knew it would be. You knew it would be. So... Now we head into the bye week, and we just wait, and we wait. Um, but now we can talk just, about this offensive performance in Chicago. Always fun. It is too bad. I, I, You know, there is something to be said for had we had that bye week after London, you know, how, how different of yes, a team sir. this would be. Yes, sir. Now that we're in the bye I mean, week, I think it's something to look back on, right, of like, do you I wish totally you were in the agree. bye week this week, or do you wish you were in the bye week right after London? And you know what? I want to give kudos to Matt for addressing that a couple weeks ago. You know, and he straight up said, you know, probably, you know, that's going to be a big what if for the rest of my career in regards to that decision. You know, because ultimately that comes down to Matt's making that decision. He's the one who said, no, we're going to play through and we're going to get to a, a later round, you know, later in the season bye week. I suspect he's thinking and probably the organization at that point is thinking, yep, we're going to really need that bye week as we're trying to get healthy and make a push for the playoffs. Well, mm-hmm. That kind of backfired on them because we all saw what happened. And then to throw on top of it, you know, Rodgers injuring his thumb in that game in London yep. on the very last play only compounds it, right? The fact that he did no time off. He's been playing with a busted digit for five, six, seven weeks, you know? That's a big, big, big component to this year. And when you do the postmortem on it, that decision really doesn't look good. It does not. Well, and, but at and least, you know, said, truth be told, it. truth be told, like it's the first time the organization has ever done an international game. Um, I yeah, think people think like, like, hey, when you get a chartered flight, it's a lot easier. And I will I will argue that you are 100 percent right. It, it is easier, but it's still it's still a five, six hour flight. You still have your your entire circadian rhythm uh, thrown off. You have all these kind of like Ooh, bodily things that are rhythm. Look at you. Nice. I mean, point. you do. It's a real thing, right? I know. So it's like I am aware. And then, I know. Like, and then you have this basically twelve-hour travel period. You know, when you double the two periods that you have to deal with. I, I think you know. Yeah, looking forward, I think you know. If we have an international game, we really got to take that by after the international game. Like that's that's just the way it's got to go down. You know. I agree with that, and I think they should also go out earlier in the week. But we've talked about this before. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, the yeah. whole approach has to change. Well, the thing There's is, no here's problem. the thing, right? If you if you take the bye week after international, you go earlier, so you get more acclimated, and then you've got all mm-hmm. the time in the world to come back, and you've got nothing forcing you. So that gives your guys time exactly. to get back into North American time and, and back Very into the rhythm of North America. And, yep. yep, totally agree. Totally agree. So we'll see. I mean, again, it's a learning experience. It just sucks that it happened the way it did because, goddamn, that whole weekend was fucking amazing. Right up until they went three and out after that eight-minute drive by the Giants. God damn it! That whole sequence still bugs the shit out of me! All right, I'm back. I mean, there was also the third and one where they decided to throw, but... Yeah, I know, I know. But here we go. Uh, let's look at the offense from Sunday, shall we? Which, by the way, you know, it was rough going there for a while. I mean, they, they barely got to double digits yeah. at the end of the first half. I mean, they were at, sitting at three points right before halftime and then finally Rodgers finds Watson for that touchdown but man it was hard to watch at times but I will say the offensive line got it done and that includes a rookie left tackle who didn't know he was the starter until Friday so wow shout out not only to Zach Tom but shout out to the whole offensive line because there were plenty of plays in that game where Aaron Rodgers had all day all day in the pocket oh my god by his own admission, you know, I think it was after the game where he talked about, I didn't get touched. You know, I mean, he wasn't sacked, was barely harassed. The offensive line absolutely stepped up. These are, I know everybody wants to see my notes, so these are my only notes for the game to see what I contributed. Packer transplants, offensive line. Wow. There you go. So there you go. That's the the high-level analysis you come to Packer transplants for, people. The funny thing is, is that Nagler was the one is the one who writes the script, but we're always aligned with usually like There's anytime I write, something. we're always yeah. I'm like you had offensive line first, say, I had offensive line. If it compels you to write it down, it's usually in the script. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We arrive there separately, but we see the same thing, no doubt. The disconnect in the triangle wasn't there, but we've been talking about it all season, so you didn't know that well, was the day I, that, that was going to come. No, but I didn't, not day, but I talked about it. on. I literally mentioned it on Twitter, like, weeks earlier. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. That We've was something you and I both kind of, arrived yeah, yeah. at again. You know, it's like, yeah, we're, the, we're in lockstep. No doubt about it. Um, can we talk about Christian Watson? I think we kind of have to. We're con- contractually oh obligated as a Packers podcast to say, this kid changes everything. I mean, he changes things on the offensive side of the ball. He changes things for defensive coordinators and how they approach the Green Bay Packers offense. He just changes every equation when it comes to the Green Bay Packers on uh, and how they play offense. I mean, I love that they're not force-feeding this kid the ball, and I love Matt being asked on uh, Monday, do you need to get Christian the ball more? And Matt literally <laughs> snapped back with, yeah, and then it'll go back to Aaron Jones needs to get the ball more. Like, never let it be said that Matt LaFleur doesn't know what the hell Listen, is being said on Twitter. Yeah, 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 he knows. He knows. He's well aware. Um but I mean, truth I be love... told, Aaron Jones should have got should have gotten the ball more in every game this season. By the way, yeah, I agree, I agree. But hey, on Friday, there on, isn't on a game game, this I mean, season. He's banged up. He's banged up on. No, Sunday, I understand. So I, I understand. I understand. But I'm just saying, like, oh. is there a game? I I I'm going to say no to this this question I'm asking though. Is there a right. game this season where Aaron Jones is healthy, and you feel like he got enough touches? I'm going to say no. There isn't a game this season. Nope. Nope. Maybe the Cowboys game. Maybe the Cowboys game. Maybe. But that's about it. Still a maybe. Though. That's about it. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's about it. Um, how about A.J. Dillon? How about A.J. Dillon trucking fools? How about love A.J. It. Dillon getting in the end zone? And I loved his response to Rock in on the Packers.com video when he just said, you know, I just stopped thinking so much. And he said he talked to some of his teammates, he talked to his wife, he talked to, you know, a bunch of people about his play. And these last couple of weeks, he's really just kind of brought it. And he said, you know, I was thinking too much. I was trying to play a perfect game. I love that that's an admission, and I do wonder – I kind of talked about, the, about this with Andy on Monday, but like, I do wonder how much of that permeates throughout the offensive side of the ball. Coming out of camp, you've got a whole new cast of characters, right? Even the guys who have been there for a long time. it's a whole. You know things are going to be different without Devontae. The whole narrative this summer, this offseason, was about how is the Packers' offense going to adjust. I do wonder how much was guys just being like – Oh, I gotta be perfect. I gotta get the right adjustment. I gotta make the right cut. I gotta make the right. You know what I mean? Like, yep. rather than playing free, playing loose, and just cut, well, and, let it, letting it go. You know what I mean? And you know, people are gonna beat up on me, but you got a QB one who's not necessarily the best leader on the team. You know, making people feel a little bit more comfortable, like doing what they need to well, do. Best you know? leader, I think, is a is is a matter of perspective. Um, I don't think you expect a guy to change his leadership style 17 years into his career, right? True. So, but I hear, I hear what you're you saying. You know, I, 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 I will say that saying. though. But as a small business owner, we are expected to pivot uh, immediately. Upon you do. Any, yeah, you have to. So, Absolutely. like real, real leaders, they do it. pivot. By the way, I get you. I get you. I get you. Let's look at the defense. Let's look at uh, the boys up front, specifically one, and his name is Kenny Clark. It's December. Here comes Kenny Clark. I just love how the moment the calendar flips, so does Kenny's play. And I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know why he was so kind of uh, kind of MIA for the month of November. But it just seems every single 
fucking year. It, the calendar hits December, the flip, the switch, it happens. Like, Kenny was so active and just absolutely disruptive on Sunday. Like, look, I'm not talking he's not J.J. Watt in his prime or anything, but he had a good game. He had a good game on Sunday. And it's the best game he's played in, like, over a month. I don't know what it is, and this always happens. He always hits a lull in his in, in his season. Maybe not to the extent that we saw this year, but he does like tend to find a stretch where oh, he's not as productive, doesn't really flash as much. And then December hits, and it's on. And I'm telling you, it was on against the Bears. I, I love it. I hope we see more of it coming out of the bye. We need hope to he gets see after more of it. it. It's not even like Absolutely. a hope thing. Like it's just it's no, a I know. thing at this They point. need it. They need it. No, no doubt. We need but we I need love him it. and Quay Walker it. and Jair, and then we're good. Everybody. And Devondre. Everybody. Absolutely. No question about it. Speaking of Jair, Jair Alexander can talk all he wants. I hate I'm so over people on Twitter being like, Oh, he needs to be quiet. He needs to act like he's been there before. He needs to stop chirping. What are you talking about? It's also what this he man. Does. It, this man, exactly, exactly, Corey. It's who he is. Who he is. It's who he's always been since he literally got here. He's good first day of training is because <laughs> he's so confident. He loves like the the rising to the challenge. Has he been beat a few more times than we're used to this season? Absolutely. No question. I don't know about, about that. I think he was beat more times in that game, but I don't know that he's been beat more times this season than we're used to. Oh no, I think a little, a few more times, a few more times than than years previous. I I will put that up. I'll put that up there, no doubt. But I also love that he talks. You know, if there's one guy on the defensive side of the ball who I don't care what he says or how much he chirps, it's Jair Alexander. Definitely. You know what I mean? Because this guy can back it up. And he did on Sunday. Well, that interception he, his, to essentially his, seal the game. Well, the thing for me that changes it is like his motor is nonstop. It does not going to exactly. matter. Like he's one guy on the defense where we could literally be where the Bears are right now, and he'd still be the still giving be the same it. shit. That's the thing. It's not changing the confidence. Nothing. The confidence this kid has, where it's like. I don't care that I just got beat. I'm going to come back this next play and kick your ass. And, and you have look, to, to be that position. You, me, like any mortal, I get beat as bad as he got beat by EQ on that play early in the game, and I am done. I am toast. It's bro, over. Forget bro, about it. Bro, I get in my head if you look at me wrong during watch party. Okay? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Does Aaron hate me? Aaron <laughs> mad at me? Exactly. <laughs> this is my point. But this guy gets toasted, like in front of like eighty thousand people, and God knows how many more watching on television. And he's just like, "All right, I still own you. You, let's go. Next play, let's let's do it." Well, I love like, that he called EQ a scrub too. A that's scrub. just like, oh my god, that's oh some that's god. some shit. I do. That's like yep. not yep. even. No, but the, the but just the fact that like you talk about the quintessential cornerback mentality, like the game is completely rigged if you're a corner, like it is rigged, it is completely it really set is. up for you to fail, like no the way the NFL has gone with all the rule changes and everything they've placed to give the offense the advantage, it is completely a rigged game that you are playing. And Jair don't give a fuck. I love it. I love his attitude. So he can talk all he wants. Talk talk your shit, man. I love it. Um, finally, on the defensive side of the ball, did Devontae Wyatt park in Joe Barry's spot? Like, what happened? How did it, How is this kid not able to get on the field more? Like, did he – does he have, like, compromising does pictures or something? Like, did something happen? Like, I'm so maybe, confused. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is a dit. Maybe this is a dit. How do you mean? A disconnect in the triangle. Ooh, e ah, ooh. I just uh, I, like to me. Has he been up and down at times? Sure. I mean, he had a rough, pretty rough game against Philadelphia, but it is the best offensive line in the fucking league. So yeah, okay, the rookie kind of struggled there, but he played pretty damn well in Chicago. But he only played nine snaps. We're sending out Jerron Reed. We're sending out Dean Lowry, and we're still giving up four hundred fucking yards a game. 
Why is Dean Lowry play? still on our team? I don't understand. Can someone explain this to me? I don't mind Dean Lowry being on the team as a rotational guy. But he's, like, the starting and playing as much as he's playing makes no sense to me. Especially in a stretch where you're giving up 400-plus yards every single Sunday. That's what's befuddling to me. If if we're going to give up 400 yards, I would rather have the young guy, rookie, out there learning and developing than some yeah. has been done, done, has done what he's going to do in the league, Jerron Reed, like just taking snaps. And I, I think Jerron Reed was a fine signing. I think he's been okay this year. But, like, give me the rookie who needs to develop. The only way he's going to get better is if you play him. I'm just over it. I just don't know. I don't like, I mean, think he's okay. in Joe Barry's spot. That's the only explanation okay, maybe, I, can, I can offer at this point. Maybe maybe he's not playing him because he's spiteful because he thinks the Packers are going to fire him this year. I don't think that's it. I don't either. I don't think <laughs> But I think it. it's funny. I think it would be funny. If he you're dry, you're, hey, there are straws <laughs> to be grasped at here, right? So why I mean, because there's, yeah, we don't no know why. So. <laughs> there's no logical reason. So we got to come up with shit like this. This is my point. Like, I don't know. Like, did he try to sabotage Packers.com? Did he, like, tell Wes that, you know, Packers Unscripted was going to be at 4 p.m. and it was actually going to be at 2 p.m.? Like, I don't know. What did this kid do? What did who did he upset? I, he need to know. We need a Packers investigation. Yeah, maybe maybe he's on the enemies list, like Cheesehead TV for twelve sixty five. Probably maybe he's on the twelve sixty five. Like, wait, 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 wait. No, no chance. No chance. So, like, we are on a very like you know how in Casino <laughs> when De Niro's talking to Pesci about like you get in that black book and you're you're done. You're blacklisted for life. And there's only yeah. two people in the book, like Joe yeah, Pesci. We're, we're and, number uh, one. And Al Capone, we are the only people in that book. Yeah, there's no one we else. Our own <laughs> yeah, there's no there's one nobody else. Nobody else blacklisted like we are. No, no question about it's it. True, it's true. All right, true. let's go. Let, let's let, let's get going, Nicholas. This week in the Packer That's right! It's this week in the Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Corey, you know how on this program, back in the day, we used to book guests? You remember that? Remember when we used no. to have guests? Almost. Oh, when are we getting time? Coach on? Are we getting Coach on soon? Speaking of guests? That's a whole can of worms right there, sir. <laughs> That's a whole can of worms I'm ready for. Right I'm there. ready for third year of Coach. I, I'm, ready. I'm ready, too. I'm not... I'm not so sure coach is ready. That's all I'm going to say about that. So you can come on when you're winning, but not when you're losing. Interesting. Okay. Very good. We'll discuss this I mean, further. The bye week, maybe maybe next week. The bye week seems like a good time for him to come on. That's it. You know what's funny? He knows I'm not going to ask him any on. harsh questions. No one's going to ask him any harsh no. questions. No, no. Nobody. Well, I mean, they have been losing a lot, so... But no, you remember? We used to book guests every week. We used to do it, yeah. and like we would have players, we'd have coach, we'd have whoever, right? And then every once in a while, we would get Laravid, right? Like way back in the day when we'd be expecting someone to call and they don't call, and we're just sitting there like waiting and they'd never show up. Yeah. You know what? The stars, they're just like us because this is what happened to Pat McAfee this week. Aaron Rodgers didn't show up for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. I love this. This is a bit long. It's just a little under two minutes, but I love all of this. The play at Nicholas. What had happened was I said, be a friend, tell a friend. Aaron Rodgers is in five minutes. Uh-huh. Take <laughs> That's what happened. Okay? So then I think a friend told a friend, and a friend then told somebody told somebody told somebody that then told Aaron, because I got a text from Aaron. It goes, hey, I'm on a plane right now. Uh, spotty service. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Guess we should. It's bye week or whatever. And immediately I go, I've just lied to everybody. Yeah. What's yeah. Now I'm Billy McFarland, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't know the truth, you didn't lie. Yeah, it's first bye week. Whoa. You're supposed yeah. to clap. That for was that your one. truth. You're supposed you're to clap for that, that one. one. Hey, you were in your bag early. Yeah. yeah. You were in your bag early. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was a bar. That was a bar right there. That's unbelievable. Yeah, you're right. What Tone said. Mm-hmm. And listen, Tone has probably used that before to get himself out I of the situation. I have. But I would like to let everybody know. 
I thought he was coming on. That's on me. I should have been a better host. I should have been a better uh, facilitator of this entire thing. I should have reached out and said, hey, you're on a bye week. Obviously not coming on Tuesday. Probably should have done that yesterday, maybe, and got a heads up. I apologize to everybody that we lied to. Yeah, it's the first bye week, though, since the start of Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays that he actually has had a real bye week. So 100% of the time True. before today. He wasn't allowed to go anywhere. He's been on the show during his bye week. Yeah, he hasn't been allowed. That's a good point. Ah. Because he was immunized, uh -huh. but with his uh, status in other people's eyes, mm -hmm. he was not allowed to go anywhere, oh. leave, because he had to be subject to testing. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's right. That's why this happened. Exactly. Because that, that, that was my first thought. Like, well, in the past, has he missed? Because, no, he's been on the show talking about how awesome it is that they're doing so well. All right. So we do apologize, but we didn't know. No one saw this know. one coming. Hey, have a great bye week, Aaron. Hey. I just love that this show that has all this money behind it literally just doesn't have a booking producer. Like they didn't have someone connect with Aaron and be like, "Hey, are you guys? Are, you're coming on." Yeah, that tomorrow, show like makes a right? million dollars a day. Something they have three hundred thousand viewers like every week when Aaron's on. <laughs> three hundred thousand plus, and they didn't think to say, "Hey, man, you, you coming that on?" That reminds me of that time where Anchor was supposed to come on, and then we kept trying to call her, but it was busy. But yes. it was busy, and she doesn't have call waiting because she was on the phone every two, every like I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. She has her social yeah. network bridge call, so basically, like everybody gets on the phone and talks to each other on the phone. It's like pre-Zoom social good. networking. So uh, yeah, and so it was busy. I'm it like, also... it's busy. She Laravid us. She was the actually original Laravid. She told it. I think. She she Laravid us. I'll never forget when we were doing Carry the G with AJ last year. There was a week where we had it all. We did it every Monday, and I came in from Queens to the studio, and I'm literally. We had done sound check. We had done all the checks. We had the people all set up for the the panel, and then his agent texted me and was like, "Oh yeah, AJ can't make it tonight." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. Thanks, awesome. Coach. Appreciate love it. Love it. I love it. So, you know, the stars, they're just like us. Um, I also wanted to give a shout-out to Dara here for his article over at 24-7 Sports. Uh, this is a great thought. I love this. He highlights Marquand Manuel, who obviously a former Packer, who has been, you know, he's bounced around the league a little bit as a coach now. He's been with the Legion of Boom. He was with the Falcons. Uh, he's a guy who I haven't I haven't heard his name at all when it, when people are talking about the potential Packers defensive coordinator opening. Right? Well, we, you know, we got a long way to go on that. Who knows if Joe Barry's back next year or not? But the, I love this idea. I love this is some you know not following the herd. We're not talking about Jim fucking Leonard for the one billionth time. Like this is a a real kind of idea here, and I just wanted to say. Make sure you check out this article because he put some great points out there at, over at 247sports.com. Check it out. Dara always does good stuff, but this was particularly great. I, I'm I'm all in on that. I don't um, see finally, I don't see Matt Lafleur firing Joe Barry this year. I just don't see it. I don't either. I'm right there with you, man. Because uh, it but you never make, know. You never know. I know, but from a business standpoint, I'm just going to say this, and I know I probably said mm -hmm. this last Packer transplants because I think we talked about it. From a business standpoint for Matt LaFleur, it doesn't really make sense strategically because he gets that extra year. Unless there is something fundamental to Matt LaFleur that Joe Barry did that is bad, right? Which I don't know, right? I'm not privy to, right? right? right so if right, Joe right. Barry did something to fundamentally piss off Matt LaFleur or make it where there's like this fundamental thing that like he's not going to win games as a defensive coordinator, I just think like if you're Matt LaFleur – if you if you change your guy now and then the guy who gets there, you only get two years. If you don't change your mm -hmm. guy, you're guaranteed three years. I hear what you're saying, but like the fundamental part of like, oh, there's something fundamentally that I don't think we're gonna win. I mean, giving up four hundred yards like three weeks, four weeks in a row, that might do it. Right. Might but do here's it. the but here's the thing about that, as you know and I know, right? It's like Matt LaFleur has a unique insight to why those things happen, right? Well, I know. 
100%. So, no you know, I know, I know yeah. myself as a business owner, right? Other people on the outside, they're like, oh, my God, you guys did this thing and you did this thing and you messed up this thing and you did this. And it's like you look at it and you go, wait a second, from everybody's point of view, if I'm looking at it holistically and objectively – I could look and be like, oh, well, that guy was injured. This was injured. This was happening. I didn't give him the right yeah, tools to do this. I didn't you. give him that's the right you. resources to do this. And it wasn't fundamentally like a thing on him, right? We see it as a thing yep. because we what we see is, oh, you're responsible. So you're the one that's held responsible. But Matt gets to see things where he's like, hey, you're responsible, yeah, to the public and in theory. But I'm seeing all the different things that we did or did not give you to make your job happen they did give him a lot though i will say that i mean well, i understand but again that goes to the disconnect get, in the I, triangle I get, I get, where it does they, indeed it does indeed and Every if time, matt here's so the thing now. if there's a disconnect in the triangle now matt can look at goody and even joe right so if joe's his buddy he's like joe they were supposed to give us six five corners but they gave us blah 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 they were supposed to give us this but they so they didn't give us what we needed joe because there's a disconnect in the triangle this is uh, every time you say the disconnect in the triangle thanks to shout out to tyler because now all i hear is like the uh the x-files theme because of that uh video do, 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 so, do, do, do. so i should do it that like, disconnect to the triangle 100%. like 100 percent, no question i love it i love it so much um finally i did want to give a shout out to uh this this twitter account packers update Corey. you know the old school it's been on the internet forever how it started how it's going like this has been a kind of a narrative yeah, theme i love these on love the internet these. yeah how it started how it's going you can show two pictures whatever i think this kid's name is josh he put this up there. This is the Christian Watson version of how it started, how it's going. That's phenomenal. That is great. Starting with the picture of the drop in Minnesota in week one, and then the picture of Watson crossing the goal line in Chicago, arms outstretched in the air in Soldier Field. That's. I mean, to be fair. Per- that's a when perfect that- tweet. To be fair, if you watch Packer Transplant's watch party after he drops that ball, you and I literally discuss mm-hmm. like – what you know fast forward you know blah 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 so it's 100 yes no also also that is how it's going for christian watson which i totally am happy for but that is not 100 percent how it's going for the packers right now i would say it's no not no not but it's soaring into the air with a touchdown no it's about christian watson it's about watson i love it i like i mean i'm jumping into the air for beating the bears but i'm not soaring into the air where we are i'm just saying i love that you know because you're not on the internet as much as i am you're especially not on twitter as much as i am i have seen so much shit talked about this kid in regards always a bust he's this or he's that man to see him come out and just fucking turn it around and explode onto the scene and just be a complete phenom here in these last four weeks or so. I just love it. I just love it. Because what do we always talk about? Like, you got to let it play out. It's a long season. People are, it's a long career. I mean, he was a nanosecond into his professional career and people mm-hmm. are talking about how he's a bust. It's like, I mean, it drives me insane. And so it's so great to see him on the come up, so to speak. I do think it's kind of funny, though, that, like, the journey that we've taken since pre-camp into where we are right now, <laughs> where we're just, like, oh, yeah. we've, we've already, we've already like, succumbed to the fact that we're not going to fuck. Like, there's a, there's a very, very small chance that we're going to make the playoffs. We've literally gone through that entire journey after making a historic run the last, you know, decade of our lives it's it's pretty incredible actually like we are on the cusp like it might not be this year but we are we are in the beginning of the end of the beginning for the green bay packers and hopefully this renewal that we're going into uh is something to look forward to because uh i'm i'm into that i'm into that you know what i'm into youtube comments and super chats of which i think we have a few i got some uh, we got a super chat. Dave Spoon has been talking on his podcast like it is a foregone conclusion. AR is traded. Others on beat are saying he's untradeable. Weird times. Yeah, it's. I've noticed that about Spoon as well. I, I got to admit I, that does kind of surprise me, just because I don't see it. I really don't see it. I think they committed to Aaron for two years. 
they're going to play him another year. Like I don't get that at all. But hey, Tom's forgotten more about this shit than we'll ever know. I love Spoon. I think he's great. I look. Do I keep open the possibility that Aaron gets traded? Nothing would surprise me at this point, right? If I woke up and saw an alert after the season, whatever, heading into the new league year, that Aaron Rodgers has been traded to XYZ, I, yeah, I'd be like, oh, wow, they really did it. But I'm not going to be shocked, right? But I still think there's a very, 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 very good chance that he's the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers in 2023. You know, that's where I'm I think you're right. When I re- when you really look at it, I think you're right. I think he he will be back and Joe Barry will be back and we will um we'll try do to this our, all again. <laughs> we'll try to build our disconnect. Uh Great. Haley Wallacek, I had to shout it out cuz I love this. Not the QB who skipped Q- OTAs. I love this. Thanks Haley. Hell, oh come <laughs> on. Are we doing the skipping OTAs stuff now? No, but she's responding December. to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. She's responding to my leadership comment or lack thereof with guys when A.J. Dillon's trying to be perfect. And it does go to if you show up for OTAs. Here's one thing that OTAs will do for you, right, is you will have a chance to talk to the newest players for the Green Bay Packers. That's one thing you can do at OTAs, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you can also talk to them on the phone. You can text them. You can FaceTime them. Yeah, but there's them. an opportunity. There's like, there's like, there's like, there's like, here's a chance for us to all be. De- eh, come on, dude. Like last night, we went to a holiday party in a Schwabenon, and I hung out with Nicholas, who's producing this feed, and I hung out with my director of remote mm-hmm. production, Jeremy, and we hung out and we went to a holiday party at Next VR, which is this awesome like mm-hmm. VR arcade in a Schwabenon. So shout out to those guys mm-hmm. and Creative Edge. And we did something we can't do on Zoom. We just hung out. We watched improv. It was fun. Like it was cool. So like you never do that when you're in New York with me, though. That's interesting. You, I don't really out with Jerry like and Nicholas. But thing is, we don't hang I, out. I get it. The, I don't. I, get it. I don't. I don't really like you that you much. You don't really so like me. There's that. Andrew Ware, thanks for the super chat. I knew that I'm was a, coming. I'm I a, set myself. <laughs> I mean, you set it up, bro. I'm I a massive UG. it up. <laughs> I, I'm a massive UGA fan. Open the mailbox to the Walker jersey my wife got me for Christmas, even though we said no gifts because of the new baby. 2%. Never tell me the odds. Let's fucking go. Is it 2% or 4%? No, no. It's up to 4 Here's the thing. I, I think it's 4%. I keep seeing the, it's 4 point whatever if you go by ESPN. But if you go by Football Outsiders, it's up to 11%. Let's go. 11%? Get That's the what fuck out of here. That's you what say I'm a, talking about. Did you say 11%? 11%. Let's 11%. Do it, 11. 11. Wow. Let's go, people. Wow, that is intense, bro. 11%. Mm-hmm. That's like better than that's the S&P 500, bro. Come on. Um, <laughs> here we go. Johnny Rivers. Women have been laravying me my entire life. <laughs> Thanks for the super chat. Thanks for a little bit of TMI, bro. <laughs> A little bit of TMI. Bucky Boyd. Thanks for Super Chat. Bye week. Rest up. Carry the G. Run the table. Super Bowl. Wow, there Bucky. I like, the, I like where you're going with that. <laughs> Bucky Dave. got carried away by the 11%. Ducky, Bucky was like, yeah, he's like, eh. Uh, what are the odds that on a plane equals just drank some ayahuasca tea? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's likely. Likely. Uh, Johnny Rivers, we ask for Marquand Manuel, and we'll get Mark Roman. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because it's so great. true. Like we'll be like, oh yeah, we're gonna get a new defensive coordinator. We got Dom Capers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Dom. It'll be I mean, so, isn't he? There will be like, like a, a 40... special assistant in Detroit at this point. Like, there he, will be like, like a. He's still out there. <laughs> there will be like a forty-eight hour period where we're like so excited about the new defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, and it'll be Sean Payton. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be. <laughs> it'll just be like someone we're just like great, great. One. Um, it'll be like such a letdown. Johnny Rivers. Thanks, Super Chat. Barry got all the tools. He can't read blueprints. I mean, maybe. We'll see. I mean, the idea that, you know, he was supposed to run a certain style slash scheme comes from the head coach. 
That's all I'm saying about that. Kevin McConville. Barry won't play Wyatt because 12 sat with him at lunch during training camp instead of Barry, and now he's jealous. <laughs> That's one one. Now theory. it all makes sense. See? That's as good as the did he park in his spot theory. I mean, it's got to be something, right? Yeah, something. Ryan Willie, does Rodgers play if they're knocked out by the Rams game? It's up to Rodgers. I, I suspect he does, yes. It's up to him, weeks. though. At the end of the day, it with Aaron Rodgers, I got a little bit of a. I got a little bit of um I, I was laughing too hard and got a little condensation on my glasses. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers. You know, I I explained this to someone. I've explained this to many people. To many people. When you make more than all <laughs> of the employees at twelve sixty five combined, not the players combined. But all of the employees of 1265, plus Goody, plus Mark, plus Matt. You the face. You're it. You decide. That's all I got. That's probably true. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, uh, the Packers put themselves in this unhealthy position, by the way. They chose it. Am I saying ayahuasca wrong? Somebody said, uh, Aaron says, Corey's saying saying ayahuasca sounds like town in northern Wisconsin. You said Um, it absolutely correctly. That's what I thought. Andrew Below. uh, I'm sorry if I fucked up your last name. I didn't wash my foot in the shower just to show myself what 4% was. (laughs) (laughs) I liked that. I saw that chat and I was like, that's good shit. Because it's kind of like, it's appropriate. You know, it's like, what is 4%? What are the odds here? But now we're talking 11%. So I think basically I think you have to not wash your foot all the way probably up to your th- probably up to your thigh, like one quad. And then I think that's amazing. probably like 11%. Amazing. Anyway. That's amazing. Anton Jackson TV. Thanks for the super chat. Did Bill Schrader really run a 42640 yard dash? Was it 426? Man, I remember like White Boy was fast, but no. Was it 42? No. I don't I know, can't, but bro. There's this thing called. Google. I can't remember a four two six. Maybe, but I doubt it. Soaring Eagle, watching you boys from my patio with my dad in SoCal while drinking a carry the G. Cheers, Soaring Eagle. Appreciate What's you and your like? dad. Drinking Nagler. a carry the G outside of Wisconsin? That must be great. Uh, what's that like? I don't know. Uh, James Corbett. How do I join the Carry the G Club, Nagler? You got to visit YouTube.com, visit the Cheesehead TV channel on, on the desktop. desktop version. Doesn't work on mobile, <sighs> only on desktop. And that's not us, that's YouTube being YouTube. Go to the desktop version of YouTube, go to Cheesehead TV, and basically any page, whether it's the home page, any of the video pages, you'll see a join button. Just hit join. It'll ask for four ninety nine of your money every month for the next four hundred years. Join the Carry the G Club. You get access to, you know, special emojis here in the chat. You get access to our weekly happy hour, and you support Cheesehead TV and everything we do. Not just on the YouTube channel, but the entirety of the brand, and we greatly appreciate it. So that's how you join. That's all I got. I thought that was a nice transition. 4.26 is right, according to our producer. Right for uh, Billy Schrader. Billy Schrader. Cow. That's crazy. There you go. I mean, he was kind of like the Travis Jervy of wide receivers. Like, he could run really oh fast God. straight. But when Bro, it came to, like, say... having to wiggle no, a little bit. You know what? We should, give, you know, we should give people a little nugget into the BTS. You brought up, you brought up um, Travis Jervy. We learned something, Nagler and I, in our rehearsal, in between our rehearsal and while we were waiting for you fine folks to go live. So here in the sunroom of where I am right now, where we do watch party on home games, I call the did not qualify stairwell. And so it's devoted to teams that did not ever qualify for the playoffs. So more than likely the 2023 Green Bay Packers. Um, But uh, (laughs) what's pretty incredible is I have 1970, 71, 72, and 73 posters, broadsides. And I was literally like, I'm doing the rehearsal with Nagler, and I'm looking, and I'm like, who's number six? Because of the way this photo is, he's really number 16. And, you know, I was born in the 70s, but not in 72. Uh, I was not born yet. And Nagler and I literally went through together, and we looked through Scott Hunter, who in 1972 
actually uh, won the division for the Packers, replaced Bart Starr. 73. Oh, 73. He replaced Starr in 72. But, yeah, he led him to a division championship. It's crazy. Crazy. Did not know. Three years before I was born. And um, And then they signed him to an extension in 74 in May and then trade him in July because he's part of the strike in 74. It's nuts. It's nuts. So uh, Actually, you might be right. It might be 72. You might be right for the. I can't remember. I the think chance. I am. The division of the title right. was seventy-two. I think you're right there. Yeah. I think I'm right, but I um, normally am. So, Dustin Shewitt, uh with two there. super chats. Dustin, go pack, go bears. Still suck. Pappies, thank you, Dustin. And Dustin, this Thanks, is the Dustin. Travis Jervy of super chats. Deceptively fast. Thanks for the super <laughs> chat. Appreciate that. I think that's going to be uh, it for us here. I think uh, here. Let's we go. give a but, shout uh, out to our shout Patreon out to members. Green Bay Packers. Shout out to our Patreon team. members. Shout out, you guys. You guys are the lifeblood of everything we do, and you've been there like OGs since the start of the pandemic, really, is when we were like, oh, we should kind of keep meeting and keep hanging out, and that's what Patreon members have done since then. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for the support. And as we just discussed, someone asking about the Carry the G Club. Carry the G, the club here on YouTube. Thank you so much for the support. Both Patreon members and Carry the G Club members, information about our meetup, prior to the Rams game is on the respective pages. It's on the community page there here on YouTube. It's on the Patreon page. Last year's meetup was a lot of fun. Hope to see you all there this year. Uh, you got anything else for us, Corey, before we head out? Nope. Uh, we'll be we back go. next week, people. We'll be back talking about oh, the hell game. Yeah. Dude, here's You're what's crazy. Right. Next week, okay, honestly, I know we didn't say this, but like, Dude, once we get into Wednesday, so Wednesday night, the UWGB women's team plays Madison, okay? So they play. Oh, here we go. They play Madison Wednesday night. Thursday night, my entire family comes for the game for Monday night. Then we do all Christmas holiday parties all through the weekend. Dude, it is going to be crazy. Green Bay, like the place to be next week is in Green Bay. And not only that, we got Patreon meetup. So if you're a Patreon member, right. carry the G member. We got a Cheesehead TV Patreon meetup. We got the Rush Center. It's one of the last home games before the year, the new year begins. It is the last home game technically before the new year begins, but uh, it is the home game of all home games. And so if you uh, if you ever of thought of coming to Green Bay, this is the time. Like this is it. Yeah. This hey, is, this is and what we shout out for. to the the Plaza Pit Stop three hours before kickoff. We'll talk about it next week as well. But yeah, we will. We man. Will. Come on out. The Plaza Pit Stop at the Rush Center. Three hours before kickoff on Monday night. Corey and I both will be there. We'll be drinking some Carry the G. We hope to see everybody. That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I think it's a fluid situation. And we're, we're, I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, we're going to take it one day at a time and, uh, and just, it's going to be fluid though. That's all I can tell you.